0: Your grant, yeah, we're both screaming Christmas right now. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm wearing a
0: T-shirt. I'm wearing a jumper that says No, and uh... a tattoo that says Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to How to Break an Artist yeah. Christmas yeah. Special. Yeah yeah, so I haven't sent you any notes on today. I have kind of some notes, but uh, but I think the whole plan is we just bus okay now we're now we're talking uh just for the listeners, if you know one is wearing a Christmas themed hat with a bobble on the top, it's navy, it's got some Christmasy patterns on it, and it's also lighting up <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got fairy lights built in, and now he's taking
1: it off. There's multiple settings as well. it's like a Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> this is a present I got yesterday very good very like, good I will say it was a really nice um, friend of mine who I met this year but is studying music at the moment and I just I'd have great chats with them about the industry and stuff I just like they pose a question we have a conversation and then like it's just been so cool to see them grow into like what they're doing cool. and um, it was just really lovely to get the present yesterday they gave me a, a, like a notebook to write songs into and a really nice message and that was lovely so I finished a song I finished a song that I couldn't finish mm-hmm. Because of the Christmas spirit, ah, <laughs> cool.
0: oh, there's something magic about it. Like this, just this time of year, I find anyway. There's just a lovely Christmas cheer. It brings, it just brings so much. Uh, yeah, and and it's obviously brought you some inspiration. It's brought you a song, so that's yeah. fucking brilliant. I'm looking forward to hearing it. It's, Play it.
1: You, <laughs> I played you a bit of it before. It was one of those ones like when you're first like, no, you want to write songs. Like the processes of them become so hard because you put way too much weight on them because you want them to be good because you know what like songs are like. It feels like the the like the backwash <laughs> of like the ones that like I would wrote when I was younger and taking ages. And these are ones that kind of like for example like poetic license and encore whatever. And this one second act, jeez, I had that. I remember calling you in London. We had a conversation, but I'd be sitting there then just like. Okay, like sepia tone. What goes with sepia tone? How do I like like this? And I'm, I'm sitting there just trying to crack the code of it. Like, so uh, yeah, I was like, I can't bring this into another year. I'll go insane. <laughs> well, that's a that's
0: that's a good way to do it. Just put a date on it and finish it. But also, <laughs> I think I I go through the same thing as a writer now. I I you know it's, I don't think it's unique to people just getting into songwriting either. I think yeah. like sometimes I'll come up with something and I will go, okay, I know that song needs. A certain amount of attention, perhaps mm. it needs another writer, and perhaps it needs, you know, just more thought, uh, more time, even just to live life before that's finished. But then there comes a point where, you know, like you've just gotten to, you don't want to take it into another year because you've probably yeah. have more of a story built up around it. You've got, you know, um, it's less of an idea and more of a song, like you told me about it, you know,
1: yeah, many years ago I, almost. Yeah, I played, yeah, when we were doing this podcast. Just this year is mad (laughs) to think like for you is that like to think what like is in this year, but we, yeah, it's crazy. A four day shoot or a three day shoot for this for what was going to be a version of the podcast, and like one of my favorite memories of the year was just like sitting down at the piano in the zigzag and just like you showed me a couple songs and I showed you a couple and it was just like it was just nice. It was just like I don't know. It was it was just cool. (laughs) There are other ones where I was like. Ah, these aren't finished. You're like release them.
0: <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. Get them out. You know. Um. Yeah. Then they'll exist. I can't honestly can't wait to hear them, man. And I can't. I can't wait to hear what next year brings for you, uh, recording-wise. Again, just zooming back on your year from listening back to that first episode. Like yeah. the following your journey of, of your single has been so cool. Um. Do you know, and and like yeah. how your perspective has changed along the way, and just. Just how level, how did you are about everything, and how switched on you are to everything? And it's just so cool to have it documented. Oh, that's what I thought. I listened back, and I was like, "This, it's just really cool." It's a, your perspective is 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 so cool, and it's great how honest you've been as well, because yeah, that just allows it allows you to change, I think, and to and to shift,
1: you know. But it's good to be able to. Like I was a stubborn bastard when I was younger, and like it didn't serve me well. <laughs> Like and like if you can just like, if you can accept that you're wrong quicker, you're closer to being right, you know? Yeah. So
0: Yeah, but then there's uh, times where stubbornness really does will will, will do you well, do you know? Um yeah. so yeah, it's always a balance, I
1: suppose. But Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> yeah. Woo! Straight into it. Uh yeah, sorry it's a bit late. I was waiting to see who got the UK Christmas number one. Uh it was between like Sam, that uh, guy Sam Ryder and um, uh, (laughs) Wham! uh, Last Christmas and Wham! took the lead. But what was interesting was the Sam Ryder one, I suppose that was like I expected that to happen. You know, he was on the radios there waiting to kind of accept it and then it went to number two but it was the Amazon single, which I think previously in the UK did really well for Eddie Golding because I knew I'd have to look into it and Sorry, listeners, I've been running around like a headless chicken for the last couple of days at Hampton. I, I wish I'd have researched this a bit more, but there's the this Amazon single, really fascinating. It's like when you ask Alexa to fucking, Alexa, play Christmas music. Sorry to what? anyone who has an Alexa, and they just <laughs> <laughs> burst into song. Um, but when you, when you ask Alexa, it'll play, you know, this year it was Sam Ryder, a couple of years ago it was Eddie Golding or whatever, and this, this will become number one. I mean, I think that this was kind of... What was expected this year? I expected that this year, and then it didn't happen. That's mad. I,
1: I I'm not Christmas <laughs> song person. <laughs> like, I, I'm more like I go into like Christmas contemplation <laughs> or something <laughs> where I just listen to sad music and I'm like that's festive. Really?
0: So. I was I was in the shop yesterday with Gabrielle, and you know, believe it or not, she's not the most Christmassy person. Like, even oh, though, really? yeah, yeah, like not that. Like, she likes Christmas and all that. Like, but it's like for. For a woman with a Christmas number one, like, she's not wearing a Santa hat. Let's just say that, you know. Um, But we were in the shop and uh, I was just like subconsciously and loudly singing along to Last Christmas that was coming over the speakers. And this woman turned around and she goes, oh, you don't like that crap, do you? And I was like, (laughs) uh, what? She goes, was that you? And I was like, uh, yeah, it was me. I guess, I guess it was me. Like, I didn't, really, I wasn't even really realizing I was singing. And then, um, yeah, it turns out I was singing quite loudly. And she began to say, oh, she's basically the Grinch. And uh, <laughs> then we we both went on our way. But uh, I, I just left her with, oh, I think you and Gabrielle will get along.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think I I got into the Christmas spirit when I heard her play Power of Love at the gig.
0: That's that's the same as me, man. Like, uh yeah, she uh, whether she likes it or not, she brings Christmas, you know. So um Yeah. Yeah. Uh but it's it's very funny. I you know. I have lots of fond memories of Christmas time. No, like I was thinking about Jesus before this episode, like, oh God, what do we talk about? What do we talk about? And like one question I get asked kinda of every year is about Wheelands.
1: Mm. Oh shit. <laughs>
0: and I was like, God, that's probably That'd you know, be a great one. <laughs> chimes right into how to break an artist, right? Because Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get asked it every year and I always it pulls at my heart because I just I'm not honest. I'm not honest. I feel very hard to be honest about it and I realise it was like a tradition for people and Yeah. That I was, was there. You were there at a Wheeland show. <laughs> so just for a bit of context, if you don't know anything about my band, we did a Christmas show in Wheelands, which is one of Dublin's like most famous venues you know Ed Sheeran's recorded a live album there loads of like literally everyone's played there who's come to Ireland we in like I don't know 2014 maybe started playing there at Christmas time and we did one show maybe two and then that might have happened again in 2015 Mm. and then that was with our like first management team and like Polydor and that that whole thing and it was just like it wasn't really planned or anything and then when we moved on to the next team, as we spoke about last week, yeah. we, we were in Ireland and we were really pushing things. And, you know, two wheelins became five, four wheelings, five wheelins, And, we, you know, we were becoming way more popular as a band in Ireland as well because mm-hmm. we had like a single on the radio and stuff. And I think that happened between what, 2016, 2017, 2018. So it became a tradition, a yearly tradition. Yeah. What, what, what year were you there, Finn?
1: I went to the last one. Uh, it was, like, 2019. And I remember it because I sold my Cypress Avenue ticket when you announced the sixth one. Because I was there like, Gabrielle's definitely playing this the, this last one. Like, it has to be nice. I was like, I, I, I'm going to, like, take the punt just to, like, try to catch our play.
0: And you were there the on opener. that on that sixth one? Yeah. Oh,
1: my I was, God. I remember. So... Yeah, I, have, I have photos. I have photos from it.
0: Oh, well, we're going to have to share them because I... I'd be so interested to see them again anyway because that's makes me shake that night. Like, I honestly don't have, I don't get good vibes from that night. Like, obviously, I did it and I was there, but it was like a really traumatic experience for me. Uh, But that was Mm. like the peak of everything. 2019, we had a Christmas song on the radio. That was six, six shows in a row. Yeah. I had, I had asked not I'd ask not for that to happen, basically, because I my previous experience as a singer of a band doing that many nights and then also like keeping up appearances. Right. Having pints with your mates and doing all this stuff that you do at Christmas. All of that stuff was really fucking my voice as a singer. So I remember from like the years previous, like, ooh, I've got to take it easy. You know, it's a push. So I had yeah. all that and I was taking it easy. But um, anyway, didn't happen. Didn't happen. I, 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 I asked, and it was like, no, it doesn't really make sense to take a day off in between six shows. Do you know? Um,
1: you see it on tour. You see other people.
0: I know, I've but in one notice. venue for some reason, because yeah. you would have to pack out, and they, they'd want to sell the venue again. So I understand like why it doesn't work, you know, but because like, yeah, someone would want to play in the day That's off, bad. you know. Yeah. So anyway, it didn't work. It didn't work, and it happened. And we sold five nights. So a sixth one was added. (laughs) I mean, like, it's hard to complain about that, right? Because it's, like, an amazing experience. And it's it's so cool that that many people are buying tickets to our show at Christmas time. Like, it was like a Christmas party, man. Some of the nights were, like, so cool. However, the pressure I was under at the time, as we've heard, like, financially, first of all. And then as a performer, like, like I'm saying, my voice was playing up. And, like, yeah. Like... The, yeah. the worry of ha- getting ill basically is like what if I mm. fucking get the flu right now and you know I'm on day two yep. that's like four nights and like we had so many people involved in those shows and they weren't also making money <laughs> that's it, oh, man. that's the other it's... thing like I can't say I left I went home at Christmas I mean I'll tell you the whole story in a sec or whatever but I didn't finish those things in 2019 when you were there. I didn't finish day six with a couple of grand in my pocket. Let's say that. I was completely financially, emotionally, and physically broken getting home on Christmas Eve 2019. And that was really probably my lowest point in that. Until then, the number one thing. You know, there was like two massive mind and body blows in the space of a couple of months. And then loads of family shit popping up at the same time as well with my brother and certain resentments mm-hmm. and jealousy and all this sort of stuff and it and it was just like oh, it's I'm shaking talking about it, Do you know yeah. what I mean? And we're gonna have to bring some woo, festive cheer here in a second.
1: It's cheer. I yeah for context, I was I, I just turned nineteen and um I just started taking busking seriously and stuff. Yeah, I bust every weekend basically from like September to the Christmas, so I could afford the hotel in Dublin. <laughs> so wow, <to> go see. <laughs> Dublin, as you may or may not know, is
0: a disgrace. The hotels are so expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It is. It's. It's yeah, They've, but, like, they've was... even been
0: ripping off Swifties. I hear.
1: <laughs> yes, and I can't stand that myself. No, as a, but, as a but that's the,
0: That's for later in the episode.
1: <laughs> but like, it was, it was. It, I, I have such fond memories of um, the gig. Well, I had fond memories for, like, <laughs> until I first met you. And then, like, started to get the sense. But I also um, pick, I remember vividly, at the end of the gig, Um, we can cut this out if you, like, or bring it in a different way, but it was, I remember, basically, you described your final Hudson Taylor gig. And I put it, like, you went on for the encore, and then there was a second encore that you didn't plan. Yeah. Um that kind of thing i remember yeah. at the end of the gig it was thanks so much and uh, a certain person in your band said what if next year we do six nights at the olympia and i remember everyone cheering and i remember like your face kind of sinking and that person looking around like taking it in and um it makes a lot more sense now that I'm a little bit older
0: <laughs> yeah that happened and that was like you know a, const- contrast. a constant thing that happened yeah and the contrast of that night in particular like you know I honestly didn't think that night was going to happen like I really did not think that was like I almost left Wieland's and didn't come I actually did leave Wieland's at before the show and Gabrielle was involved my, my family were involved it was like a big family blow in the dressing room uh, before that sixth night and you having to go on stage and you know it was really really traumatic I can't drive by Whelan's without thinking about it now. It's really sad. I want to rectify it one day and be there and in a much calmer way but like yeah it was so and then to hear that sort of stuff it's so that's what that's the contrast of like where I was at and where other people in the project were at at the time and still maybe are at you know um, it's like there's a reality to things and then there's the dream of playing in front of fucking 500 people and getting the fucking smoke blown up your arse and people telling yeah. you you're great and all that. But from there, we finished up with one day. I ended up guesting at Vicar Street, I think with the Coronas, uh, in the in the next day because I finished up on like the 21st. And then like literally my whole fucking dream came true on Christmas Eve after those gigs. Was that busk? You know the busk every year? yeah. Yeah the Christmas bus. So before I bring you down again I mean that is a, <laughs> <that's> a, <laughs> a beautiful thing that happens every year and I grew up loving this and going there and trying mm. to even just hear Bono or fucking Glenn. It's a big busk that all the legendary Irish musicians do Yeah. every year. They used to do it on Grafton Street and like they'd have a couple of pallets that they'd stand on and they'd all fucking sing their tunes and I think it started with Glenn maybe and Damian Rice or something like that like it was it's just like it's like fucking folk Iconic, like. folklore it's like really yeah, it's like yeah It really. <laughs> and I grew up hearing about this and like it was kind of before social media so you'd, you'd, you, you it was still a little bit but it wasn't like it is now and everyone mm-hmm. have a story posted it would be like you get wind of Bono being seen at the top of Graffin Street and then
1: he'd, that's so cool
0: you know and you kind of go and you'd hunt out for it and it was so exciting and like, I dreamt of being up there one day, but, like, I also recognized that it was a massive podium of the greats of Irish music. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, yeah, and I and I just enjoyed watching it all the time. And, and, I, and it wasn't until maybe 2019 where I felt like, okay, I'm actually ready for something like this. Yeah. And I had a Christmas song that was out. You know, and it was on the three mobile advert and it was like, you know, things were, it was like Pete Hudson Taylor. But as I was saying, there was all this other shit going on underneath. So this massive like dream moment happened. And yeah, I just, yeah. Then left that, flew to Brighton to have Christmas with Gabrielle (laughs) and came back. The shell of a person, basically, because you know I didn't understand what was happening you know what I mean I just didn't like it yeah, wasn't that it.
1: went into the new year that went into the album two promo and all and everything we talked about yeah before, and like it's sad i i like I think about it um you know you mentioned stuff sometimes, and I'll have the context of having met you I'm what I met you once in a pub when I was sixteen <laughs> or something yeah like that, or seventeen or something. Um, and then to set it in gig settings and you'll mention your personal experience and then I'll oh, remember it, like you mentioned like your appearance or something around that time about just yeah. like you weren't looking after so if you weren't able yeah. to basically like afford to fucking eat like yeah. like I remember my brother commenting on that at like the cork show and i was like yeah. oh no man he's just vegan i was just yeah. like, <laughs> I was, I was like don't worry <laughs> you know what i mean it was like yeah like as a as a fan i was like oh no they're fine like don't yeah worry. Like,
0: no um, i know it's again it's, just it's just mad like, isn't it it's mad and it's um now it's something like a few people got like spoke to me about that last week which i didn't expect and yeah again it's like. I don't know it's a reality many musicians face like you, like either because you don't have time or you don't have money uh, or or you're pumped up on adrenaline and you have no appetite like it's a very yeah that adrenaline would
1: fuck you up over you, six nights as well six
0: nights you literally you don't know when to eat because you're like oh am I gonna is this gonna yeah. stay in me like you probably saw how energetic those like they again it's not like we're just doing like quiet yeah. music like they were so and maybe it's part of how, just how I perform or what happens to me when I'm on, a, on stage or whatever, but like it's physically exhausting. I'd never sweat so much in my whole life. And then, yeah, the adrenaline after each show, you don't really get a proper night's sleep. So you're going six yeah. nights, amongst loads of other promo things. Like we had a Christmas song that we were pushing hard. And I think everyone would have loved if it went Christmas number one and whatever, you know. But we, yeah. on the fourth or fifth night, we were like, we did sound check in Wheelands and then we went over to the Tree Arena and played a fucking show in front of 15,000 people and then went back to Wieland's and played our show in front of 500 people and it was like, we played with an orchestra and it was it was fucking amazing but <laughs> yeah. like, uh, was your like family member or something? Yeah, my, yeah. my uncle wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, And it was fucking amazing but like, I don't remember like I don't remember it because it was Man. like I was so, it was like literally I was there for fucking two hours,
1: you know on, Um, On the release week, like a month ago i remember doing my first gig now not 500 people not, it wasn't thousand either no but, but it's your like, first gig it's like any le-
0: any fucking gig
1: but leaving it I as I was, I was talking to my friend um because as I, I was we basically went <laughs> to celebrate we went to the fucking quarter shop and i bought a fucking meal deal um because i hadn't eaten and i was i turned to him i was like man i feel nothing it's <laughs> like i won't process this for a week <laughs> you know what i mean it was just like this week's been fucking mad yeah and that's, i'm like oh that happened i guess i like someone to come up to you and they like like to me even and they're like they like like he shut my hand he was like like basically like thanking me because like i made him cry or something i don't think he cried in years or something and i was like yeah cool <laughs> and i think nothing i just couldn't yeah like how do
0: like, you, um, yeah. how do you but that's it, and like this is why it's taken me so long to kind of even talk about it because that is there with people. Like I, uh, you know, genuine heartbreak people go through that they're not having their Christmas with their family at Wheelands. Yeah. You know, where it's seeing Hudson Taylor, where it's this big family uh, vibe and stuff, and like that is pressure that has been on me. And like, okay over it. no, I don't, I don't fucking care. At the end of the day, like I'm way happier, <laughs> like way, way happier not doing it. And if you don't understand after hearing what I just said, well, then I don't fucking much at my show anyway, you know, like that's, you know,
1: like if I would say as well to you just take it, but you are one of the Irish greats of the last 10 years. Like you are. No, I'm just like, just take it. Don't even fucking debate me on it. But like, if you look at those years, you were active. Look at what you did and look at what you inspired and you see it with the this this podcast as well like people getting contacted. But, like, just like don't put yourself down like you were up there. You were treated badly, but that doesn't take away from what you actually are. Dude.
0: I know, I know. I think, like, I think I've really enjoyed those times. Like, it's, again, it's like I remember loads of it. And, like, mm. I loved loads of it. Um, It's just a really tricky, that particular, we, you know, Whelan's is particularly, like I said, I, I don't feel the same, about pretty much any other venue and you know, I'll go by and shiver. You know, but like, I love that venue. Like, it's just weird, man, how certain memories can be attached to things, even though it's like I had years of memories in Wheeling's. But one night, that last night sticks in my mind as like, I can't unsee it, you know? You can heal
1: that up. You know what I mean? I know. And,
0: and 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 I absolutely am. And the decisions I've made since then have, have. Are work you know are getting me towards that, and I'd love to face Wednes one day and have a fucking big massive party. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think I think that's like that's what I'd like to work towards. Do you know? Um, yeah. But look, man, I fucking really appreciate all that what you said. You know, that's I mean that uh, was
1: so special to me. That was like my like I was in co- like, you know, I don't know, I'm not that old, but like when I look back the last few years, like everything that like came out this year was a Product of like at least the last four, yeah. All those things that, like, in their earliest stages, at, the, at that early stage, it would be, I'd be busking, writing songs, but I'd also be saving up my money to so go see Hudson Taylor, you know what I mean? It was like yeah. very much a part of it, like, so just, um, yeah, I don't know, it's but it's complicated, like, I mean, like, I feel weird
0: about it, right? Because in one way, I'm like, I acted really professionally, I got through six nights, finon could come yeah. and he could have a fucking good time, and he doesn't even know what's going on behind the curtains. But then my mind says that is so unhealthy, like as Mm. a, as an industry to be putting those sort of pressures on people, you know? Um, and so I have to be honest about it. So you don't end up in that (laughs) situation. Do you know what I mean? Or any other family band or, or whatever. It's like, you've got to, if you can't do six nights, you can't do six nights. You know, this shit could have been avoided. That's, that's what I'm, that's kind of the, the moral of the story. Like I, knew hmm. my body and my, and my and what I could do at that point and yeah I, d- I don't know I think it's um look well it's one thing I was like oh what are we going to talk about for the Christmas and and yeah and and literally as I Crazy thought frog. that I read my messages and someone goes oh are you playing Wien and my fucking family want to come and see? you know I saw my brother oh, he's coming back from Australia and it's like you know next year <laughs> It 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 had to be I had to it had to be spoken about I think you know
1: yeah. Um, There's so many things like because it would have very soon after with the second album, like for example like the management after COVID happened everything like like it all just like happened from there but there was no communication with it um, for the most part so like there it is like almost like a public service announcement in ways when it pops up you're like oh yeah that's a thing yeah um, yeah. To talk
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well uh, again you wouldn't know that's it because like so much happened in the world that you just wouldn't be tuned yeah. into the to, in outs <laughs> of the and Taylor on Instagram or whatever and you wouldn't have picked it up anyway because I wasn't I wasn't honest as I said to you and that like yeah anyway came to a head and you know ah uh, yeah I I've I mean like Listen to the fucking song. That's just that's one of the things that breaks my heart. Like it's so happy. The song of going yeah. back to Dublin for Christmas. And when I actually Except did the it. Piano version. <laughs> I know that doesn't sound too happy, but um, yeah, it just sums sums up a lot for me. Anyway, um. Happy Christmas. Yeah, like, I'm here like, like you know? <laughs> <laughs> Shall we talk about the crazy frog? Because I'm dying, about, dying yeah. to talk to, talk about the crazy frog. Actually, I am fucking misstepping my words there. It's not the crazy frog, lads. Never call it the fucking crazy frog again. <laughs> you are to now call it the annoying thing.
1: The Annoying thing? I haven't done my freaking research into it. I was busy. Are um, you
0: joking me? I thought
1: you I'm were d- supposed to do it. I would be fair. Sometimes, okay, I guess this... Okay, so sometimes because of the old autism oh I yeah I don't change my tone. <laughs> I don't change I don't change my tone of voice when I'm being sarcastic and I don't realize in the moment <laughs> so like so so I'll be like I, it happened I was in Brighton the other week and um I, there was a an English person who was a friend uh, a friend of my friend and he was getting a Guinness and I was like oh just so you know like my friend loves when there's like no head on the Guinness and he's like cool gotcha and actually, like, went and asked for a Guinness with no head, and I was like, "Dude, like, I was joking." He was like, "But you like didn't change your tone of voice." I'm like, "Sorry, <laughs> just, whoops." Um, so yeah. So no, you've not, I, you've done no research on the Christ? No, world. <laughs> like, because I, I, thought we were just gonna. <laughs>
0: I'm after watching I, a fucking uh, uh, hour long documentary on it yesterday. Have you... Yeah, man, it is, it is mind blowing. Like, absolutely mind blowing. Yeah.
1: Teach me anyway. I, I know. Well, I try, do with But I was like,
0: I was like, I'm gonna. Have... I'm gonna watch this hour of YouTube shit to to catch up with Finan to see where he's at. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, actually, a fascinating story. And when you just put in the crazy frog into Google, the first thing that comes up is annoying thing dot net wiki crazy frog, and it's like, so here it is. It's it's I, be, I think it's basically like crazy frog wiki page, but the guy, the original inventor, has something to do with it. I watched the thing and it's like this mad story about ringtone music and how that was a thing and like there's like literally millions in this and the labels were involved, like all the big labels were involved in ringtones at the time and like I completely missed all this. I guess I was a fucking stupid idiot buying these ringtones but here it goes. Crazy Frog is a Swedish CGI animated character and musician created by Eric Wernquist. In 2003. Originally named. The Annoying Thing. He was created. To accompany. Daniel. Malmetal's Sound effect. Of him. Imitating. A two stroke engine. In a short animation. For Turbo Force 3D. I don't know what that's about. Maybe. I think it's a video game. Okay. And like I told you. I came across it. Uh, on. Early YouTube. When someone had yeah. taken the sound. And just put it to another video. So it was like a really. Early viral sound. And. Yeah, then they this man Eric turned turned the sound. He heard the sound from he he was in Sweden and he heard the sound and he went, "Oh, I'm going to draw up a character to which comes to mind when I hear this sound." And he drew up the crazy frog as we know it. You know the fella with the big eyes and the little yeah, penis and, and and yeah, the Dublin accent. Thank you very much, for being on. Uh and the goggles and everything. And he drew that up and then. After the original animation had become a viral sensation, the character was picked up and marketed by Jamba. He was renamed to the Crazy Frog and he started his music career afterwards. A blissfully ignorant childlike troublemaker, he is the enemy of the boss who is who created the drones to stop the Crazy Frog's antics. So Jamba was a ringtone company Jamster they were called in the UK and they would have ads on like people would be complaining about how many ads this company are putting on and they'd be selling you ringtones and then you'd buy one ringtone and no you didn't you bought five ringtones and, oh. you, and you'd end up spending 15 fucking pounds on 30 second songs and like some of them were as chart music so like the top fucking 10 tunes that people would have as their ringtones on their phone and then other ones were Ringtones created by this jamback company. So they essentially bought the rights to the ding 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 sound, and t- turned it into a what it is, what what we know, like what we know. And then it it became really popular as a ringtone. It like topped the charts or whatever. And then they, you know, the 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 character. I don't think there's movies but I think there's fucking movies about Crazy, Crazy Frog. Like I, he, you know, it's honestly honestly it's like a i feel so guilty <laughs> it's like so, like oh he's had he's had like a number one like in so in 2003 but he's really pissed off the artist who originally did it like that's I shouldn't I'm I'm going to have to cut out all the times I've called him crazy crazy frog that's the last time I want to say it the annoying thing the artist yeah. is like he's out there now saying guys i don't agree with how this ha- was handled um, You know, I'm not quoting him directly here, but uh,
1: again, I, I thought Vinona would be whacking him with the... Uh... I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, no, the thing was, I would have, but like, <laughs> I just, it's one of those things. I had great intentions and then I just got like so sidetracked. And I wasn't sure when we were recording. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you're uh, glad, you're what... glad, you're glad, you're glad. Uh, we'll we'll
0: we'll we'll limp along here, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see how we get on. But anyway, the original. Sure we're
1: going to talk about like, oh yeah, like the game the other week and all this. I was like, okay, cool. Like, there's nothing for the crazy. There
0: stuff. is one thing. This is such a positive thing. I forgot to tell you. I literally was the first thing I wanted to tell you when I when I got on the phone. Remind me after we just talk about this because we must finish. Um, okay, here we go. Here's a quote. Furthermore, the annoying thing was originally created looking insane and like a frog from the beginning, despite his comments later on. If I'd have known that this was going to be such a big thing, I would, have, I would not have allowed them to use that stupid name. It has nothing to do with the character. It's not a frog. And it's not particularly crazy either. This is in a, an initial forum post. Eric explained that it has ended up looking somewhat like a frog. He also noted that his eyes were way too sane when they were symmetrical. After making them different sizes, Eric noted that it made him look a little more crazed. So the original
1: artist isn't happy with it, basically. And uh, now it's coming back as NFTs. That's what I wanted to dive into is how something is like, that and now it's brought. It's come back around with the NFT stuff. Yeah, wearing. NFTs.
0: That's the bit I couldn't find a huge amount on. I, I Nonsensical
1: heard... fucking things. So, they're, they're
0: uh, is... <laughs> <laughs> so that's obviously, we have learned is like, you know, this Bitcoin uh, it, business uh, <laughs> where <laughs> a piece of art is linked with a piece of audio. And anyway, He's become this huge force. It's yeah. Basically. yeah. So yeah. it's come
1: back around in that regard. there
0: so like fucking pissed. It's gonna be exactly so so I mean look. It didn't end well then. And know, who knows where it's gonna end now. But anyway, so sorry. that's a brief <laughs> brief story of the crazy frog. Um <laughs>
1: oh, man.
0: Do, do look up over Christmas. Do your homework, everyone, and we'll hit off the new year. I'm joking. I'm joking. I just rubbed it in. Um anyway, I hope you found
1: I found I found a lot of joy in that. It might be the Mald Wine.
0: (laughs) It might be, yeah, it might be. Um so yeah, also what was this? I have not done my homework in one other area. Hmm. So you could educate me on it. You know what this? Yeah. You know what I'm about to say is oh, Ta- t- Taylor Swift, man. Taylor I want to me. know. Like you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned someone, yeah. Jake, Jenin? Jake, Jake Jenin? Gyllenhaal. Jake What's yeah, the story yeah. there? People say, "Why? Oh, why, bad man?
1: What happened?" Um. Okay. This. Is... <laughs> I'm gonna preface this with, I'm gonna do my best respectfully, <laughs> and please don't just like come attack me. <laughs> Okay, so it's the best way recollection. Your man's an actor, anyway. Um, yeah, and like a pretty good one. Um, I oh God, there's a song called "All oh Too Well." Basically, that's the song, and it's and it's just about like Oh all Too the, Well." Kind of, and it's a Taylor Swift, kind of, Taylor Swift song. Yeah, it's all the shit he pulled, basically. And um, it's just like ah, she was turning twenty-one, and he didn't go to her birthday, and um. I don't know, <laughs> like, it's just, like, it's just, like, the reference, it's, a re- it's like, a really good song, and all the references in it are, like, very specific, and I think... It's, to like, that relationship? Was, uh, yes, like, I'm gonna mentions, try and like,
0: get some lyrics up here, because I know... Oh, I'll be it. Like, oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Read them out, <laughs> that's because actually... that's better, because I... And so, they were in a relationship when she was, what, 21? Is this what's happening? Turning 20, 20, 21? Turning 21. He would have been quite con- considerably older, I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and give me a second, I will pull up the stuff. Okay, okay. So that's a bit of context. Familiar. He he was an actor. She was a singer.
1: Um, but basically,
0: <laughs> so oh, she wrote this song. About, <laughs> is that how people know he was allegedly bad to her?
1: And like, like he just like he kind of just comes off as, a, as an asshole, really. Allegedly. Okay, like, I need to hear these it, lyrics.
0: What are they called? What, yeah. What's the song called? <laughs>
1: All too well. All too well. We're going to cut this down and make a sound. All too well. Lyrics. But like, from a songwriting point of view, it's really interesting because she's like, she's putting in these specifics and they're essentially like these Easter eggs. And then when she went back and did her Taylor's version of it, she released a 10 minute version. Wow. It's literally just, it's mad, like, and then released a short film that she directed to it. And, um, uh... She yeah. is
0: superhuman, man. So I walked through the door with you. The air was cold, but something about it felt like somehow felt home like somewhere. home somehow. And I left my scarf there at your sister's house. And you yes, s- and you the s- scarf is a metaphor for, um, you know, a- I think I'm with you. Uh, yeah. And you've still got it in your drawer even now. Oh, your yeah. s- sweet disposition.
1: So like, yeah. So go on. Oh, the scarf is a metaphor. For... Um. <laughs> I don't know what to say You know what I mean so she, I, got you. There.
0: I got you Wow Okay so Yeah It's quite a significant figure in her life Oh Your sweet disposition And my wide eyed gaze We're singing in the car Getting lost upstate Autumn leaves falling down like pieces into place And I can picture it After all these days and I yeah. know it's long gone and that's magic and that magic's not here no more and I might be okay, but I'm not fine at all. So this It's like has she ever spoken about it other than this? Is is what I'm interested about. And is this definitely about Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah,
1: definitely about him.
0: Who's, um, has she confirmed that herself?
1: So as far as I know, no, same with, like, Dear John, which is about John Mayer, like, from what I can recall with my limited knowledge that my sister moved to Australia, Um, like, she on stage basically said this, like, don't go after these people. Um, Because, like, for example, when Dear John came out, I think it was during the summer, Um, John Mayer posted a, a text he got on Instagram as an example. And it was, like, basically, like, go and die, basically. And he responded going, do you really think I should do that? Like, and they were like, oh, my God, I didn't think you'd see it. Um, he's like, do you really think I should die? Like, mm. um, so, like, I think there's, like, for example, Style would be about Harry Styles. All Too Well is by Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, my um, God. Is this really happening? Her partner, Joe Aldwin. Like, for example, there's songs. like it, it, It's always the dive into the pop culture element and then the lyrical element and putting those together. I think that's, like... Um, so interesting. That's so... Co- that's really cool. Um this one plays like basically scenes in a film and like it i, I feel like it's the most cutting song it's it's so, like from a songwriting point of game, it's well. amazing yeah like yeah. Geez, like each one's just like a scene and each one leads into the next and the mm-hmm. momentum of it is just like it literally is just like an upward trajectory the whole time in terms of momentum it's very interesting to like okay uh, and
0: to. uh i know you're trying your best here to represent the swifties <laughs> <laughs> so answer, answer the questions <laughs> um, and please go easy on them. you know uh, and and me please uh, this was released in 2012 I'm seeing and then yeah. she's obviously come about she, like we said in the masters episode she's after re-recording this again
1: yeah she did that when Taylor's version
0: when did people start like 2012 is a long time ago and yeah you know Jake Gyllenhaal's had it great acting career. She's had a great career. Like, you know, as you said, when, when did she say that? Don't go after these people, basically. Was that after? Was that, that was more, on the Eras tour. So that that was that's more recently.
1: The, yeah, that's because the John Mayer one. Because like, that was never that. <laughs> I'm never going to. Yeah, go on. So hard.
0: what's the John Mayer song? Dear John. Let me have a look at some of those yeah. lyrics. Dear. As
1: far as I know, she was 19 and I think he was in his 30s. And then the song was like, Dear John, so, I think oh I was God.
0: too young. Oh my God. Okay, lyrics. And
1: um, it's like, I think the thing is from my point of view is like I appreciate that she can write about these things, um, and the importance of them. I really hate the idea of um a fandom going after individuals. Um no. and like death threats and stuff like that. Like that's like and I I because it's just like this like very strange parasocial element of a fan base which I don't think is um what? a lot of people would intentionally do something like that. And then there's like the really like one Demographic often who, who actually go down that route are coming to every no, one that's
0: trying and... t- kind of like this one again released in 2010. Like you said, she was even younger when this happened.
1: Like,
0: yeah, my I'm trying to sort of identify when it was people started cracking these codes, if you will. Like, first mm. of all, like, what an amazing talent to be able to have all these codes in your songs at whatever 19 yeah. years old. Like, that is absolutely crazy also to be able to i imagine take full ownership of the lyrics and you know mm. be able to have them in there so you know now for me and you to be looking at them so many years later yeah. and making assumptions based on like i'd love to know has she confirmed any of this stuff or is this just
1: me you it, it's like a pop culture thing for example with the sky of like jake Gyllenhaal's sister. And, um, there's but like i could take that to
0: mean anything like you said we could go yeah it means this but the I...
1: fans dive into this and then she was asked and she was said like you know like i don't know about any scarf you know what i mean it's like or like there's a line saying like some actress asking me what happened you that's what happened to you and that actress is anne hathaway it's like these are like the things being put together and I think it, like, takes the song, which, uh, like, on a, on its own, her first listen, is, like, a great piece of work. And then when you have those layers, it's just incredibly interesting. Which, uh, But I think it does facilitate, like, the different, I'd say the different levels of people diving into it with the different That's intentions. That's
0: it. Which, and what are her intentions when she's doing it? Do you know, like, we'll never know. Uh, unless she's incredibly... Unless inter- interview her, but...
1: Yeah. Uh, she's incredibly on it. Like So, like, we talked about that. Like, she... She, 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 This knows is like, fan base. Extre- She's
0: this is extremely honest. This is 2010, like honest, like that is crazy yeah. to me. She's 19 or something, right? When this is happening, yeah, yeah, going at 20. Like so that 20. is exceptional, um, absolutely exceptional, and very well played in terms of making yeah. vengeance. And then now releasing them again and having these stories kind of come up and maybe even, mm. uh, you know, expanding on them. But as you said, it can lead to very scary territories where, where you but know but that's
1: everyone though that's like um, that is parasocial social relationships which I'm not I'm not saying that in a mean way either yeah. towards them in general yeah Um, when someone releases something or like you you have that kind of dynamic you know yeah
0: it's... I mean I felt I've, I have at times seen footage of her fan base like chasing her down the street and you know like yeah. she'd be at a wedding or something and it's like hundreds of people yeah that was you know I, yeah. like I don't have much respect for that uh, as someone who no. has just worked in the public eye or whatever. It's like that behavior is it's not fair to do to put any person yeah. through that. And like we've seen the evidence of that throughout famous people over the last yeah. 30, 40 years. And I don't want to see it anymore. And neither does fucking Taylor. And I'll say it on her behalf if she's not going to say it. But, you know, yeah. whatever, like leave the woman to okay. be, you know, um, Uh. Anyway. Uh, that may say in or may not. I
1: don't know. Depends on what sort of target, Honestly, target I want. It, it was like something. I was shitting myself about going in. I was like, okay, so if he does ask me about the boyfriends, <laughs> I walk that
0: line. We, in the new year, will we'll unpack this side of things a bit more. But, yeah. um, no, I just find it so,
1: so fucking interesting. Um, the world building of it is pretty cool. And I think that's a really exciting thing with writing um like I'm looking into well like, like I'm I am recording essentially an EP's worth of songs and I'm trying to figure out how to actually do that release in this climate. Yeah. Because it just doesn't if I'm like an independent artist and I'm going to release let's say four songs um in one go like with where singles are valued, that doesn't seem smart at all. No. Because I don't want the backing that like, that's a project's worth of songs. That is a chunk of change and it it's like, to actually get that made is a challenge. Um, oh, you'd want that to last you six months to a year. You know, uh, four songs, yeah, realistically. Trying to figure out the release of that and um, because it's like the world building of an EP or like, uh, Jesus, I can't wait to do an album someday, I hope. And like, yeah. you know, like a larger form putting the songs together because like, you know, at least one of those songs like isn't a single. It's like almost like an, um, a middle, yeah, it's like the quarterback for, yeah. the, for the last songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like trying to figure out a way to do that in like this climate. Um,
0: well, you can always revisit them. That's the thing. Like yeah, for you, like you've got these songs, you've played me like the guts of an EP basically. And yes. I would just say get that finished and out and, and then fucking work from there on maybe an album or whatever. You know, like mm-hmm. an album, it feels like a big thing, but it's, it's not a hugely big thing really. Uh Like it is, it can be, but like, You could also approach it like, I'm going to make an album next week. Like it's, you know, some people do that. And yeah, but I know you have standards set in for yourself and you have, you know, you don't want to take that approach. You want it to be, you know, way more considered all around visually. And
1: I think too much about it. Like if this was 1985, (laughs) like I don't think I'd be as stressed about all these things, but like I was in a coffee shop yesterday and um they had a sign behind the counter that's like we don't have Wi Fi, talk to people, pretend it's nineteen ninety five and I thought that I was like that's cool. Yeah. And I was thinking like, what if you just like would it be more enjoyable at least if you operated if like a younger artists or artists and like the kind of um the kind of more beginning kind of levels operated like it was the nineties or like it was the two thousands and like don't go that deep into like all the new because when it, what it comes down to is like you know the basics and like the base is the foundation of it like is the same and then there's all this other stuff and it was done before without it and it still can be there's no there's not the rhyme or reason or like guarantees with it but like the happiness and the actual fulfillment and like all and the, and the presence and stuff of it like I feel like that could be achieved healthier or like for example, like I'm back to writing on paper rather than on my phone. I write better on paper. Like, yeah, you know, it's like because I can't just press one button and then I have twenty apps that I could just press instead. Like, yeah. I have no choice but to actually like focus and like.
0: Yeah, I get um, that. I get that. And it's it's going back to just that old school approach of literally learning your craft and and yeah. go you know, like yeah, if it was the '90s, we wouldn't be talking about social media at all. Do you know? And it, it wouldn't be life. <laughs> there you, well that's weird but um, it's like it, yeah, it wouldn't be a, like it wouldn't it, it's not a fact it wasn't a factor and it it's, yeah. it doesn't like again it's important for careers and we've, we talk about it and there's marketing and you can do all this stuff and you can make it work and you play the algorithm but yeah. like ah, there's so much there's your art what you want to say this limited time we have on the planet it's also yes, just the real life, real experiences that you know you do a gig and you meet meet someone and just these things that are in the real world that you you don't get looking through your phone, um, and like the experience you would rack up from busking, say, or from gigging, or doing mm. open mics, or or whatever it is. Um,
1: I, I but you love like I, I walked past um I have a buddy Frank now Frank's probably in his seventies or his eighties but I know him because he feeds the pigeons, um, and like just but like I love that i love like walk through the street and i'm like hey frank and he's like tell me have you finished your education and i'm like i don't want the heart to tell him that i finished like three years ago <laughs> like you know what i mean <laughs> i I'm, dropped like, out yeah yeah, yeah basically <laughs> I'm, I'm like i hey, did he's like fair play to you and shakes my shakes fan he literally he goes out to feed the pigeons like yeah i, I basically like um it's like those like interactions it's just like so nice but you because you mentioned something earlier and that's why this came to my mind you're talking about the busk and like yeah back in the day like, there, there were no phones. It was, like, someone saw Bono, the word spreads, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I saw something during the week. Actually, I saw a, f- I saw a couple of things. Because, like, obviously Christmas gigs and all that. Yeah. But, like, God, I feel like Greg Holden talking about this now. <laughs> we ch- channel, winner you know, Greg Good <laughs> Go on. <about> technology. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, so, like, it was just, like, you see someone. Uh, let's say you see the artist post uh, someone someone's story of, like, the gig. Like, they're doing, like, crowd work or something. Like, they're in the crowd with the... Uh, Guitar, whatever, and it's like they chose this recording, and then in the video, it's like a hundred (laughs) phones, like all recording the same thing. Like they're recording other people's phones rather than just like taking it in. And like, I just thought, like, I don't know. I, I just, I think I just during the week, maybe with Christmas and stuff, the the only time of the year I'm actually slowing down, at least for a small bit. Yeah. Um, I like because it it does feel like a conclusion to things, but like. I was just like, geez, if I could take like one thing into the new year as I like go for things more or like go to the next stage of this is like get off the fucking phone and just like you know, look peop look look people in the eye, yeah. take it in and just like that like going back to the London uh gig. Like that whole night like um I remember my mom was like, oh "Do you have any photos?" I was like, "No," but like, i'm because I, I, like, I, I, I'm happy to have none. Yeah, I've, like that memory makes me smile. Like, you know, what I'm I mean? the
0: same. I've none from the night at all. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, it's just being in the moment It's very important. Like, it's very, very important, and it's a hard balance because, again, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. You there? <laughs> you want to. You want to tell the, you know what I mean? Everyone else is doing it. Yeah. So you feel like, oh, am I missing out here? But I think it's a great thing to take into the new year, man. And yeah, just be con- use it consciously, you know. Um, I, yeah. I Like I'm honestly feeling inspired to do the same after
1: hearing you there. <laughs> <laughs> but like, God, I can't wait for a year's time to see all of the answers to all these things. Mm. I, so I'll, I'll stay say it, but I'm sure in a year I'll know. I, I wonder what the friendships and the relationships are like the collaborations are actually like in this industry because you see it on people's stories you see like them backstage hang out and shit um but like they have a photographer they have a videographer and they have like all the it's all you only know because it's on the stories basically yeah but like who are like the quiet friendships who like you just wouldn't expect people like this person to be friends with this person because you just don't see it on the stories it's like they cut the friends who actually would meet for a coffee and just don't take a selfie like it's like yeah with music and with film and with creative stuff, it's all about like that marketing thing. Yeah. But I feel like you know, I was saying it to that friend who gave me the journal yesterday I was just like that like marketing thing, don't even worry about that. It's yeah. Like, if you have this like the, the the first song together um, it's like you read the song and you have yourself. It's all you need because yeah. you're marketing the song and you're marketing yourself. Yeah. And like you are enough already and the songs you write are great. <laughs> so, yeah. The marketing thing You'll overthink because people are making are just getting into your head about it. Yeah, but if you could just take that out, you'll enjoy songwriting again, like it's the '90s or like you're fucking, you know, back in the '70s or the '60s yeah. or something. It's yeah, like an LSD and all that. But well, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's our
0: craft, it's our art, and you know, I think it's yeah, we we just we go back to basics all the time. Back to basics, and mm. like yeah, we they're they're great tools, phones. We're fucking this podcast wouldn't be possible without them, you know. We'd be sending letters to each other, pigeons flying fucking yeah. over to Cork. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like... Yeah, Frank feeding them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think, like, yeah, it's it, there's there's loads to take away from that. Um, I don't know, I sort of feel... Like, oh, shit, that's what I was going to tell you. Fucking right before this call, ma'am, I got my fucking jeans back, ma'am. Oh, what? Not like... Okay, no, no, not my rights. Sorry, that's not not, not those sort of no, tunes. No, I know, no, but, uh, I wasn't expecting uh, that. no, right. no. sorry, <laughs> listeners, did get my last <laughs> episode really rubbed them up. I didn't get my, really <laughs> <rubbed them up. laughs> my rights. Spoke to their Christmas spirit. <laughs> but hey, look, if you really want to do that for me for Christmas, like, look, ah, go on. that's like that would really, really make my year. Yeah. But anyway, no, it's not that. It's dropping, I got my soon. tunes back. I just have had so many ideas, man. I don't know, just because, you know, making plans or whatever, making plans for my yeah. own fucking solo career. Did that gig, yeah. feel really buzzed.
1: And man, you smashed it as well. Like, uh, thank like, you, man. I, yeah, I, I, I was so. <laughs> I felt like I felt like a momager or something in the back, like uh. there there were, there there were some Irish people in, in in kind of the back where I was, and they were like sing along, I could hear the accents, and then there's me like this is not D, and they're like go on.
0: Oh man, it was crazy, 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 and like you said, like I've only after processing it all now, like a week later or whatever, yeah. and then you know to top that all off, we've got this Christmas episode. Ten minutes before I fucking hop onto you. I get my tunes back which I recorded like yeah. on the same week as that gig um, yeah. which are you know you know, like two new songs that I've recorded um, with like my fucking favourite producer really who lives down the yeah. road from me it's all happened in like the most organic natural mm. way and yeah I'm just so happy about it really I kind of asked slash begged um, Gabrielle and never fade to uh, just help me get something together to establish myself yeah just with this new bit of news and these new tunes sort of thing. And yeah, we kind of made it happen really quickly. And I was in the studio fucking recording with, yeah, producer, drums, bass and keys, recording two tunes kind of back to back. And uh, yeah, going to have them fucking hopefully, hopefully coming out next year. But in a similar way to what we were saying With um, just technology and stuff. The approach has been to reject it in some ways Mm -hmm. as well. Like, obviously, I could record an album here in the house. You could probably record one as well. But um, there's certain things that happen when you just record live with people. Do you know? And that's what this kind of producer is all about. And it's in a way we've kind of taken on it. But I got them back. I'm so fucking happy with them. I I can't fucking wait for you to hear them. They're not in a position... I don't think to send you yet. Well, maybe I'll send them to you for now. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, go on. Yeah, uh, i go on, go on. Um, But yeah, fucking, that's uh, a bit of good news. I don't know. I mean, what else did we fucking say? We've always, we've said that we have to talk about loads on, we keep on brushing off topics and lashing them onto the Christmas episode.
1: <laughs> Technically, I'm the producer. I really dropped them all here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that'd be interesting. Like, I'd love to like, like I know I mentioned it before but like how this podcast came about is so funny when I looked at this year and like what I went into it to do like my like creative motivation or like what I was like going to do pivoted like at least 3 times yeah <laughs> like and when the podcast came about that's when it kind of gave me the seriousness to put onto each of the things and actually became you know like the film playing the festivals, the song got released yeah. the podcast is like each one, like, I feel like it gave me the push to actually, like, get my ducks in a row. I knew it was coming out, basically, and I didn't... I, I knew, like, if that was a thing, I, I couldn't be, like, still dilly-dallying. I, I couldn't just, like, you know... It's a
0: commitment. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, it's like just saying saying we're going to do it and putting a date on it and fucking doing it.
1: And, you know... Us for six months. <laughs> just, like, you know... It was just this, like, idea. I, t- I tried to explain to someone the other day, like, the podcast, like, wasn't a show until th- th- it actually got released. I didn't, like, yeah. I couldn't perceive the fact that it was something that, like, I yeah, would be out there. I also wasn't supposed to be on it. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, it's so weird because in my head, the tone, like, where it is now is where it's like in a weird way is where I always hoped it would be, do you know? Uh, yeah. because obviously the subject matter is very serious, but like we're, we're not, we're a bit lighthearted as well as serious, yeah. you know? So, so like, I don't know, you've brought a lot of that to, to it, you know? Um, but also it's really happened so naturally, yeah. obviously with a lot of fucking hard work as well. And a lot of, you know, both understanding each other and, um, a fucking mad Hudson Taylor history. That's like you said you 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 can disregard ninety percent of it. You know,
1: <laughs> um. Just, I just like I get I get passionately angry passionate the most random shit because because of the research. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. It's like it's been so fucking cool, man. It's been so cool. I can't believe we're eight, eight episodes deep and you know talking about it in hindsight. And yeah, mm. just like. <laughs> i don't know the subjects we've covered like last week man
1: that was like i don't know that was a yeah that was that that was like yeah i can't if i could go back in time and tell the us who were originally researching this that we actually like were able to casually just discuss (laughs) like that was that was that was cool it was Uh, really cool man really cool we were we were in the examiner again. I know it's a podcast of
0: the fucking year show of the year, One of them. One of the One shows of, of the year. Yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> we're the people's champion. But, get, yeah, we're get, get, of them. <laughs> getting ahead of myself
0: there. Um, No, that is so cool. Like it just doesn't, you know, it's hard. It's hard to even comprehend this stuff. And, um, really I, I, I like, again, it's, I'm just, yeah, really, really grateful for everyone listening and, and for, for getting in touch and making this a thing, you know, um, it's such a, yeah, fun thing to be doing and researching and it feels like yeah it feels like maybe well I'm learning so people yeah. other people must be learning you know um, I'm learning so much from just like from you from Greg from people calling in or people texting in yeah. whatever like the research hopefully it's coming across and, and you know with 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 fans and musicians and artists listening which I know there are and then just yeah. like people who People who aren't fans. there's just people who I don't know listen to podcasts and stuff. We're getting like all sorts of listeners now. You know, my dad,
1: like my dad's yeah. my favorite one. Because so I walk into I walk into the room and he's sitting there with his arms crossed, just like staring, staring like forward and just listening to, podcast. Listen to a podcast. It's so I love it. Yeah, but he talks to me about it as well. It's yeah. so interesting. I would have never like. There's some people in my life who I never thought I'd be having these conversations with. Um, I think for me, like. Out of the episode so far, I think the coolest moment in the moment where I was like, holy fuck, it was when we talked to Craig. It oh was my just god, like, man.
0: I know. It turned it, the fucking
1: podcast around. But it blew my mind. Like, it was just so but he like, aside from the podcast, like when the song came out, he just sent me a really nice message and it was like, didn't have to do that. Like, I, I was just like classy dude. I respect his music, respect his um views just like it, it just felt um i know you've looked up to him for a long time it was yeah. really cool to meet in a way like who you've looked up to and then also get that myself um cool, man. and he's he's launching something in the new year that i'm keeping an eye on i saw you that, that. you sent
0: that to me that's yeah. really exciting yeah i it's, it's really yeah
1: yeah you uh,
0: have to get him on again. I'm so fucking happy you're a fan, man. He's such a legend. Yeah. He's such a legend. Honestly, I, I again, just, I cannot thank him enough for, for, for doing, sticking his neck out for us. He really did. Like the yeah. podcast is doing a thing, and then he jumps on and it's like, oh my god, he's, you know, validating a lot of what we were yeah. talking about and making it like, you know, an artist is ahead of us, going, lads, yeah, you're, you're onto something here, and, yeah. and then bringing in some serious facts as well about his own career and like some serious clout and just such a fucking nice guy great head on him and
1: there's been a few people as well who've sent messages from that from greg being on like i oh, know greg listen to podcast. yeah like, it's like the podcast really is word of mouth like it really is you want to know that just like share it around even if you're an artist or if you're whoever you are just like it but it's also just like you know for me it changed my view on social media from it being kind of anti-social to being something kind of wholesome in a yeah, way where no, like yeah, yeah. there's people who have similar interests suddenly on my feed. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. You know I mean?
0: Absolutely. And we're meeting people through it and it's no, it's, it's really, it's, it really does feel positive. I know, no, obviously. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to break an artist. We're talking about difficult chip, but it does feel like it's changing Things in a nice small way, but it's not small, man, because it's fucking in the USA now. It's in fucking like 30, 40 countries. We're, in ja- or we're so- big
1: in Japan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Konnichiwa, Japan. Um,
1: I, I don't think you can say that.
0: I can say oh, that. That, and <laughs> <laughs> that means hello. Ohio. Oh, hi. Okay. Anyway.
1: No, just like for the new year, like we have notions, like we we have a we have a dream list of guests we have topics we uncover like we have ideas of how to evolve it even like it's but i i'd love to thank just like thank you to anyone who has become a patron sent us a tip on paypal sent a message like a comment any follow any like like it's so it's so like it's not just like the podcast it's like people like like if I look at my fucking analytics I look, look on Spotify, there's no way it would have gone to like certain places if people here weren't sound. They're like there's all these different ways that this has evolved and it's just so cool. It really made like it's it's uh, it's like things personal.
0: Yeah, know? absolutely. And it's it's word of, it's like word of mouth as well. Like you know, we've done to an extent we've been sharing things on social media, but like musicians, artists, fans, people are putting it putting it on to other people and I'd actually love like you know, you know our thoughts on social media, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're both, we try, we, tr- like, we try our best. We're just uh, dead with it. Like. Yeah, it's it's a tough old world. So again, like that is really helping the word of mouth thing, telling your mates, especially actually while we have this time. Like I, I find with podcasts, catching up is a real thing like with blind boy like i just feel sometimes dread when i look at his podcast because i'm like oh (laughs) my back to the start. you're like dude it's been six years (laughs) i know you know so so i'm like uh i'm gonna pick up from 20 i don't know two um but yeah so so like obviously yeah now would be a good time it only takes what to catch up like six seven hours. only six seven hours going a long
1: drive (laughs) if if you're looking to support the show this uh holiday season share it with a friend Absolutely. go back and get them to just catch up with us because in yeah. the new year we're gonna go for it in the, like i mean we've got some <laughs> yeah. topics
0: to talk about and also yeah uh, artists and musicians and we got some cool guests lined up really cool guests lined up so i'm really excited you know and i haven't really filled you in on some of that yet but uh um... can you do that
1: And like we're i just like if you do it now we won't put it in but just we're gonna show them a reaction but like i'm like you do have some, you sometimes you hold things back in like a good way, and I'm just like, just fucking tell
0: me. Well, I, I'm gonna hit the new year and go. All right, New Year's here. I'm gonna ask all these people because I haven't asked them yet, so I don't want to.
1: Yeah, yeah, Pa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you there, Pa?
1: Text me back, Pa. <laughs> <No>. has, <laughs> no. Do
0: you know? That anyway. So, so uh, don't, don't. has not Has he not? No. Don't
1: embarrass me. No, no. Ah,
0: oh, lads.
1: Must be the name. He's looking for a finon. finon. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I was like, what can I do to, like, stand out from the <laughs> however many million people? Ah, oh, look. There's still help, Still help. I'm yeah, a really
0: slow replier, so, like, you know. We'll...
1: Yeah, it's, I'm like a needle in an algorithmic haystack. There
0: you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, anyway... Um, what were we fucking talking about? Oh yeah, word of uh, mouth. Please, yeah, yeah. Please, <laughs> please. I, I mean, like, get, like g- let us know what you want us to talk about because I genuinely love doing the research and like, we're coming up with our topics and, you know, live music we need to cover next year because it's like
1: the most important fucking... That's, the, you yeah, know... So, I'm researching that myself at the moment just to yeah. see like, how to actually crack into it like you know yep. what i mean budgets so... i mean
0: budgets the team members on the tour all the rest of that stuff it's so fucking fast i know so many people in the live world as well that we could we could talk to yeah. Expert. more experts in general i'd love experts yeah. and, and quizzing people so but yeah if there's anything fandoms we're going to talk about fandoms uh anything that comes to mind please get in touch like please 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 do um over the next couple of weeks and yeah. and let us know because we'll we, we finally have a bit of time like to
1: actually to, catch up and to, to expand ca- to people
0: yeah <laughs> that's that sort of like, thing yeah
1: like the podcast was the first thing i ever like was publicly a public release on of something that to look back at the first episode like i i, I feel like i was a little baby or something like i felt i was so fucking nervous you're like look like, uh, you know and, uh, <laughs> and I'm no like, you smashed it man honestly
0: it's so like i'm really really proud of you for for just how yeah, how far how far you come with everything. Like it's fucking yeah. class. It's so cool, man.
1: Sure. Twenty twenty four is gonna be the bit... <laughs> this this year was just a warm-up.
0: <laughs> That's what I really like about I like that we've not much set in stone and we're yeah. going with it. It um <laughs> I really feel like the break is gonna do us well. A couple of weeks just to to, ca-
1: yeah. to catch up. Um and what is there anything you wanna to leave in twenty twenty three. Never mention on the podcast again. Aside from Harry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. I don't know, know. Because, like with all this, things come up at random times, so I might write something okay. off now that uh that comes back. But um
1: I will say the coolest thing with the fucking podcast, the one that blew my absolutely like blew my mind. And I think when it came out, you got out of your fucking publishing deal. That is insane, like I mean not like, to go with her no. do a victory lap or anything we'd hate to do that, but like it was just like
0: no i mean that's the, that's the highlight yeah. that's
1: the absolute
0: highlight for me of the of the, of the last year really um like then the the lead up to that um mm. to think of where I was this time last year to to where I am now is like i honestly feel like the the biggest weight has lifted i did i didn't expect yeah. it I honestly did not expect it it's been so so cool I'm still like still not finished. processing it I think like I said to you it'll all hit me when I have something out and it's like that's when it'll hit home you know what about you what are you like what's your what are you not gonna take into 2023 or 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 24 fucking hell where are we
1: I feel like this year for me was like so many firsts and I kind of had to prove to myself that I could do a lot of things um that I would have told myself for a long time oh no you can't do that yeah um like for me, it's mid-Youth Crisis, the film. Yeah, man. I'm going to release it. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what day is that? Uh, Wednesday, the 28th. i leaving that film in the year because, like, yeah. that would have been the want to tell a story like that was yeah. from when I was 17. And then I wrote a version of it when I was, like, 19. Yeah. And then from when I was, I was 20 when I wrote the first draft of that film. I'm 24. <laughs> like, yeah. long process, yeah. COVID and everything. But, like, that this year and get into um, Bring it back to Brighton, and happened on the week that the song came out, and everything. It was a very mad week. First gig, first film, first um song, whatever. that's so cool! Just, man. It that was um, yeah. I'm just excited to go into the new year and just kind of do it more on my own terms. Yeah. I I feel like this podcast, but also the conversations and like and doing that. Um, I feel like if I could go back a year, I tell myself that you don't need to actually do those things to feel like legitimate. Are to tell yourself that you know what you want and what you should do. I'm very excited to have different approaches to the next stuff. To that, that like, without the pressure of pre-save and this and that and all yeah. this fucking shit that I was being told with them.
0: I mean, what a relief, man! What a lovely thing to know, you know, uh, at this yeah. stage in your career, like moving into the new year with all of that like closure. First of all, with your old projects, and then mm. all of this new information that you have. I feel so similar, man, um, and like I hope other artists. I know other artists listening are getting a buzz off this man. Um and and hearing us talk ourselves into dead ends (laughs) and then go, I'm (laughs) not gonna do that or I am gonna do that or hey, that makes me think this way or or whatever. And you know, fair if you're fucking yeah, if your views are challenged, lads, (whistles) get in touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's it's really exciting to to have this knowledge. Um and it's yeah, your thirst for it is infectious, (laughs) Finan.
1: Yeah. Uh, like i i just i care a lot about it, but I also care about people like getting fucked over and are people like not feeling like they can do something when they can they're just like they take in their own stuff and make conclusions like and I think um so I should really just take the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, you took it <laughs> uh, yeah, but like i yeah yeah thank you <laughs> no i, I twenty twenty four for me is just collaborations with people. I, I I look forward to working with, like, a band in the studio and, or, like, gigs and meeting people. I remember you also,
0: your your music videos. Like, I want to see... I can't wait to see all the fucking... See the things that you make as well as here next year. Yeah. Do you know, like... There's, there's a good few. And, and, like, again, like you said, sort of in one of those earlier episodes, like, you make them in a day and they're out. And that's, it's a thing that, yeah. like, you know, that will always be there. And it's really exciting. We're closing the year. You've made one fucking music video. Fast forward a year now, mm. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to work for
1: other people. Yeah, are, that's well, gonna be so cool. I'd love to help artists by just like getting them across that line because I know how much it helps to have your visual brand and all that. Yeah. Do you know the note? I maybe leave the episode on it because I was thinking about this yesterday and I was thinking about um, you know, like, and you weren't thinking the...
0: about the crazy frog.
1: No, uh, yeah, man, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the annoying thing. The annoying thing, yeah. I um what I will say, because this will be out either the the day or it will be out before Medith Crisis comes out, it's dedicated to Ed Kalisuski and he was my directing teacher. Cool. And his thing was you just say like, now go and do it, you know? And um cool. the last time I talked to him, the last thing he said to me was basically like live joyfully and work from the heart.
0: Oh, uh, that's lovely, man.
1: And that's what got me through london and it's what got me to here and this year and when like yeah that film means so much but i just wanted to just say like all the cynical (laughs) whatever um if you yeah live joyfully work from the heart, but also the now go and do it just like yeah if you remove your hurdles and you just do the thing um your year can turn out mad and you you start a podcast with one of your best friends so you know what i mean like it's a nice (laughs) no that's it so so that's it so like
0: yeah take that listener as your fucking little thing that says go and do it write that song fucking whatever finish cooking that breakfast whatever whatever it is (laughs) for whoever it is listening go make that loaf exactly just fucking do it, you know, uh, I think with creativity, yeah, loads of life, life can get in the way, phones can get in the way, all this shit but like, that, that is a very, very important message and a great note to leave it on and with that, 2023 you've been a fucking wild year and I'm so grateful we have this little space now to, to chat Um <laughs> if you know i doing a, a mic drop moment <laughs> You know, just again one more time, just say a big thank you to everybody listening yeah. from the from the fucking first day to to you know to now. All the comments, the Pressages. tips, the patrons, the mess, the messages, Especially like the, the, the patrons, th- the tips. Absolutely, I mean that's
1: that's so cool. <laughs> that's bad. Uh, like, so, yeah, you see the names and the messages as well. Like it's like the I don't know. The human connection of this podcast is something that I don't think I ever could have anticipated. No. Um, it's really, really cool, and yeah, thank, thank
0: you, everybody, and also a big thank you to the contributions. Uh, people who, you know, message me thinking, oh, I'm messaging Alfie, and then fuck, you're on the podcast. <laughs> uh, yes. Thank yeah. you, thank you for saying yes and allowing us to share your voice and your story because um, it's it's really added to everything. And uh, yeah, also, if, if anyone else wants wants to share their story, we're we're so happy to hear it and to, and to share it. So um, pl- please do get in touch
1: if you're listening to the podcast in the shadows you're in the industry or you have a story send us a message we'd love to talk to you and set up some stuff for the new year
0: yeah, absolutely yeah on that note it's yeah. been 2023 thank you so much everybody thank you for knowing man as well you fucking you put in such a
1: shift and you played a blind yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you for um yeah you're kind of like throughout all this stuff you've been a sort of mentor and helped me through it so thank you ah
0: sound man well look you're doing it all yourself really I know okay. just take the <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you uh, on that note thank you, you everybody take the compliment you are all brilliant yeah.